Hello, and welcome to episode four of Fictional Fans. I am Quinn the Pegasus, and joining me today, we have... I'm Mango Harvest the Pony, and my cutie mark is a pencil paintbrush. I'm Hampa Trails, and I'm fucking furious. It's like the planets aligned, and somehow we managed to do four episodes of this. Yeah, yeah, despite all odds, all scheduling conflicts, and really all common sense, we continue. <laughs> yep, and we continued straight into uh, possessive small ungulates in which companionship is considered supernatural. Friendship is magic, y'all, okay? <laughs> now, now, I'm just gonna go ahead and say this right now, because this this just needs to be said. The dark, tr- the dark truth is being revealed. I, and you know what? You're gonna come down this road with me, Quinn. I fucking love pastel-colored ponies. I used to. Don't try this used to shit it. with me. We both know the truth. Quinn, we both you went know. To, you went to BronyCon twice. I went to BronyCon four times. <laughs> yeah. I went to BronyCon twice several years ago. I have very much fallen oh, off that no, bandwagon. Several years. You, you, you j- okay, Quinn? Let's not pretend. Let's not. Let's not lie to the half people that listen to us. The whole half of a person. <laughs> I think we actually have two subscribers now. Oh shit! Hello, um, uh, Tom and Karen. Your names are Tom <laughs> and Karen now. By the way, you decide who's who. Um, don't, don't lie to them, Quinn. We both know that if you were to sit down with me and start watching some ponies, you would love it. We both know the only reason why you don't watch ponies is because you lie to yourself that you don't have the time. Quinn has the time. Given the time, I have other things I would rather do at this point in my life. Friendship is magic, y'all. It's real magic. <laughs> so, 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 George... Are you mm. going to try and lie to me that you don't know what ponies are? I know wh- I know what it is. Uh, I've heard a lot of about it uh, from you and from Quinn. Uh, if there's anything we don't need to give an introduction to, it's probably My Little Pony. Oh, really? We gave magic. an introduction to fucking Star Trek. Can I summarize fucking the plot? Fucking Star and- Trek. <laughs> Can I summarize the basic plot and... Uh, yes, George. As someone who's probably never watched the show, please give a summarization of the plot. No, so so uh, what I think the show is about is that there's a group of ponies. I know there's a Ponyville, which is the Pony City. Uh, mm-hmm. in More which, of like a small town. No, no, no. Austin, don't interrupt him. In which a group of six ponies, which are the main cast, exist. Main uh, six. Yeah. There's Rainbow Dash, the blue pony with rainbow hair. There's... Uh, Fluttershy, Pinkie Pie, and three others. Uh, those How are the popular. How did you forget the best pony? Those are. I thought those are the, po- the more popular ones. But anyway, the best one is Applejack. They're all good friends with each other, and they go on you know very happy-go-lucky adventures throughout the the Pony Land. So there's generally and, two kinds of episodes: slice of life and adventure. But but you're you're kind of right. Ponies yeah, are it's, it's not it's not a very perilous show, right? It's very oh, there very, is some peril. Not, it's very it's not that dark. Though, There's right? a straight up Dragon Ball Z fight in one of the season finales. Okay, it goes places. Okay, it goes places. It is a show for little girls that goes places. <laughs> and but uh, I'm correct to but I'm correct to believe though that as far as like children's show goes, it's pretty high caliber. Like it's. They it's, don't, don't half ass My Little Pony. The the way I right. would describe it, because they have half assed it in the past. There was a 13 episode season that we don't talk about. Mm. Um, 
but the, the general way I would describe it to a non-fan is it's like those people who watch Disney films even though they have no kids. That's basically what Bronies are because the animation is really good. The, the songwriting is really good. The general writing is really good. So it's like a really quality children's program that uh, doesn't write for children. It basically ex expects the kids to... It expects more from children than most children's shows. So it, it, it writes at a level that can be enjoyed by adults as well. I mean, there's references to the Big Lebowski in there. It's, it's pretty good. Okay. And I think we might as well go ahead now and address the elephant in the room. There's no elephants, Quinn, just ponies. There are elephants. Most bronies do not want to fuck the ponies. I would say a good percentage of the, of the bronies do not want to fuck the ponies. As someone who has continued to go to BronyCon fairly consistently, there's a dark side to every fandom. And of course. <laughs> and we've, we've seen Szechuan sauce. I mean, I swear when we do the Supernatural episode, there's going to be a lot of Mpreg stories in there. I can tell you that. Well, uh, from from researching this, I, I will you know agree that in all the stories that I found, they're very, you know, there weren't graphic depictions of anything if, if anyone kissed anyone it was just that like, yeah, i mean the, the, those fics do exist uh, oh i know they exist quinn's told me about them i saw more than one in my research for this episode yeah like, like i said i would say as the fandom contracts in size from its its peak a couple years back the percentage that do want to fuck the ponies are growing steadily and steadily to their to their former size just by the 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 normies normal leaving. fans leaving yeah you know people like quinn who claim they're not bronies but the truth is if you were to sit down and watch it you'd be right back in you know it's You're making a lot of assumptions about me right oh now. it's the truth because we've done this a few we've danced this dance a few times quinn that's you, why you, quinn's never gonna watch my little pony with you, me you, you you talk a big talk about how you're you're out of the fandom and then you come over and we watch we watch a few episodes and you're like that was great I'm back in. I don't know why I, I, I stopped watching. I will agree watching. that the show is very is still very. I still believe that the show is very well put together. I don't consider myself part of the fandom at all, though. Just like there, I've, there, I've I got, believe there is a difference between enjoying the thing and being a member of the fandom. Regardless of the, of your denial, you know, the first it's it's one of the first steps, if not the first step. I can't remember. I'm tired, y'all. But <laughs> what denials the first stage of grief? Yeah, it's it's okay, Quinn. I, I, when you when you've accepted your fandom, I'll be here. Probably with... after we read these stories, he'll yeah. move on to anger. Yeah. Oh, if anything's going to keep me away from the fandom, it's these stories. But but uh, don't worry, I will be here with some with some plush toys and 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 some comic books and coloring books, and we will sit down. And we will watch the show. But speaking of these stories, George, you've got... I, I believe you actually have a choice for us. Oh, I do. Am I going to read the first story? I'm going to tell you right now you're going to read the shorter one. Because if we have to deal with another one of your death marches, I might just shoot myself. <laughs> They're both within our predetermined length of okay stories. Now, Now, here's the thing. Y'all have a concept of predetermined length. That I never agreed to. All right, uh, I, okay. I have a firm punk rock ethic. You come in, you, you you say your piece, and you get the fuck out. 
Okay, so the first story, I have two. The first story is called You Can't Handle the Parody. And the second story is called The Killing of the Brain Cells. I want the shorter and one. Decide amongst your that's not the information that you're gonna get. Well, that's uh, what I want. I'm gonna say the killing of the brain cells because it's more accurate to what's gonna be happening. Alright, alright. Is that the longer one? No, that's a shorter one. I have no idea. Okay. That's a shorter one. The other Thanks. one is worth checking out though. It's very funny. I, I refuse to believe you. You have not given me any reason to trust you over these past four episodes. Only trust in your ability to make me wish I did not get out of bed in the morning. Well, maybe you can read uh, a story that'll, you know, that isn't horrible and that'll help you uh, get your confidence back in me. I, no. Just, just disappoint me one more time, George. Let's get this over. All with. right, here we go. <laughs> uh, it's called The Killing of the Brain Cells. Um, it starts off, Hello, I'm Mary Sue. I have a brother named Gary Stew. Aw, oh, fuck. He's grabbed another troll fic. We love My Little Pony. Friendship is magic. It is our most favorite show of all time. My favorite character is Pinkie Pie, while my brother has a crush on Rainbow Dash. I can't tell anyone, though, because I was sworn to secrecy. So don't tell anyone that I accidentally told you. And that's why I'm putting it in a story. Mary, Gary, are you doing your homework? Our mom asks us. She is a total bitch. No, my little pony is, right, is on right now. I call back. Oh, did I forget to mention that my brother is sitting next to me? Um, y yes. Although we can imply it from how the, mo how the mom addressed you. You're watching it on the internet. You can pause it to do your algebra. She yells at us like the evil woman she is. Oh, and she walks into our room without knocking first. Can you believe her? Can you believe it? It's her house. Rachel, please. You honestly think that homework is more important than cartoon ponies? My brother. You refer adds... to your mom as Rachel. <laughs> My brother. Adds That's an you call her. You That's call a... her your mom by her first name. That, that yeah, is her an name's East Rachel. Coast thing. That is an East Coast thing. Well, okay. You need to get good grades to get into a good college in the future, and you better call me mom. She says with narrowing eyes. Oh, great. Here we go. Uh, okay, the girl's saying this. Who needs college? Ponies are our lives now, and if you can't accept that, then you truly don't love us. I say, stomping my foot. She just stares at us with her twitching eye before closing our laptop and taking it. What do you think you're doing? My brother and I both demand. No more ponies for a week because of that little remark. Now, get to your homework. She this said, is a mother, right? Well, yeah, but she's portrayed as a horrible troll, so I thought that the voice was suitable. This is the mother. Her name is Rachel. I disagree, but continue. <laughs> no, her name is Rachel. It truly is. I'm, I'm not disagreeing about that fact, you fucking moron. I I'm hate you! <laughs> I wish we were dead! I yell as I push all my books from the desk. Very stupid of Mary Sue here, because instead of wishing that her mom was dead, she wished that she was dead. So, 
you know, watching ponies instead of, uh, you know, going to school or whatever is really coming back to, you know, bite her in the ass. Are you saying this or is this part of the story? That's what I'm saying. That's, that's an aside from me. Oh, okay. I was like, wow, this author is just full of tangents and judgment. <laughs> How dare. <laughs> Very judgmental of their own story. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. It, that's, Midway that through was, writing it, it's just like, God, this is shit. What am I doing? This is a oh, mistake. Well, keep going. Someone wrote, stop me. Well, she wrote this story about about a literal Mary Sue and a literal Gary Stu. So what, you know, what kind of quality is she talking about here? Just, I, I don't know. How don't know. dare she even do that to us? Who does she think she is? What right does she have to do that to us? The fact that she's your parent? She is such an evil tyrant, and we have had enough of this. We need to flee this life of oppression, my brother says poetically. We need to lead a new life in Equestria, I said. Equestria, I think, is like the country of the ponies? Yes. Yeah? Okay. Just as I say that. Our TV turns on and shows the ever-free forest. It sucks us in, and we fall for what seems like forever. I feel this weird transformation, and I turn to look at my brother. He's changing into a pony, but not just any pony. He's turning into a black alicorn with a red mane and tail. He also... Yeah, it sounds pretty awesome, and he also has a skull for a cutie mark. Fucking dope. As he sounds like a just awesome killer pony. I can't believe my eyes. We land in the middle of the forest, and we aren't hurt at all. Gary, you're an alicorn, I point out. So are you. <laughs> He said back, I look at a nearby lake and I am indeed an alicorn with a red coat and black mane and tail. I have the same cutie mark as my brother and now I have one blue eye and one green eye for no reason other than I am a special little flower. We're alicorns in Equestria. We can lead a better life now, I say. Just then. An Ursa Major shows up from out of nowhere. What's an Ursa Major? It's a big space bear. Okay. Fair you enough. Think you think he means a bear from space? No, it's a bear made of space. Okay. Yes. Whatever. My brother and I use our new magic powers and defeat him easily. And no, we don't need any lessons on magic because we are totally awesome and alicorns anyone who says otherwise are assholes who don't have a life we should fly over to ponyville and meet our favorite characters my brother says we fly over to ponyville we also don't need flying lessons because we're better than every pony else we're faster than rainbow dash and better at magic than twilight i mean i would judge them but as an asshole who has no life i feel like that i'd just be (laughs) playing right into their hands or yeah, no, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure there. Yeah, I mean, they've, are, they've already boxed me in. Yeah, they're faster than Rainbow They're Dash. one step ahead of you, man. Oh, man. We arrive. Yeah, one hoof step. 
and immediately run into Pinkie Pie. Hi. Wait, how does Pinkie Pie sound? What kind of voice does she have? We're not gonna. Really nope, nope. We're not I gonna. Oh! Well, that's nothing but a popular TV show. You're right here after Pinkie Pie. I can't even understand what the fuck you're I'm saying. Yeah, George, you're actually going to need. George, you're gonna need to stop that because we cannot. Oh, you can't even do it. All right, I'll reread it. No, it's fine. Just continue. Just stop it. Should I go? Hi, I'm Pinkie Pie, but you would know me because you came from the human world where our lives are nothing but a popular TV show. You arrived here after a freak portal accident and turned into red and black alicorns with matching cutie marks. You defeated an Ursa Major and now are here to meet every pony, she says, no doubt using her pinky sense. How did you do that, Gary asks. Pinky sense, she replies. I knew it. So can we meet the rest of the main, Like the hair on a horse, six. We're here... Twilight Parkle Sparkle says as she and the rest of them approach us. I'm in love with you suddenly, Rainbow Dash says as she flies up to my brother and kisses him. I love you too, he replies and kisses back. They are now cult friend and mare friend and are now talking about marriage and kids. Okay. Pinky and I... Fast? It was very fast, but Life it's is very short. sweet. I... I thought it was very sweet myself that they call it cult friend and mayor friend. Um, it seemed very romantic. Uh, Pinky and I became best friends, and the rest of the main six are just there because I say so, and I'm the author. I let the story write the characters and tell, not show. I mean, I am an all-powerful alicorn with an equally powerful brother. If you Well, I'm telling that the story does it properly, but... If you hate me, then I will delete your comments and be butthurt about it. I mean, I'll strike you down with lightning. Celestia and Luna arrived for us on chariots, even though we were only there for a few minutes, and no one even wrote them a letter. Uh, how does Celestia talk? We don't have to worry about that. Just, just pick okay. a voice and go. If you don't doesn't... know, make it up. All right. Uh, I don't have a voice, so I'm just going to read it. I heard the two new alicorns just arrived and are very powerful. Luna and I decided to retire and make them the new rulers of Equestria. They have the ability to raise and lower the moon, even though I've never seen them use magic and have no way of knowing, Celestia said, and every pony cheered because every pony loves us. True, we have no political background at all, but we'll be totally awesome at it because potatoes. I don't understand uh, what that's about. You used to be humans, right? What was it like to have hands? Lyra Heartstrings says. Okay, good, I'm on board with this fic now. That's a good question. <laughs> that was like I would find it very traumatic to lose my hands and my feet. Come to think of it, it'd be very, it'd be horrible. Are is this another aside or is this in the fic? That's an aside. It'd be oh, terrible. Okay. My brother. <laughs> okay, you need to start bracketing out your asides here. My brother and I laugh as we tell our tragic story of living with cruel parents that made us do homework and eat vegetables. Everyone gasps in horror, oh, even no. though the entire population eats veggies for the majority of their diets. Broccoli is scary, after all. Every pony feels sorry for us, and we become even more popular, and only the male pony in all of Equestria, Derpy, 
delivers all of our fan mail from the ends of the country. Yes, we get fan mail because we're so popular. The end. Okay. You know, that fic wasn't as bad as your normal um, afterbirths. That you bring us. Uh, the other progress. one, the other one was slightly worse. And you have no judge of scale, so I'm going to assume that slightly worse means it was literally just you blowing an air horn into my face for <laughs> a solid 25 minutes. Well, occasionally he'd take some breaks, just go like Hitler, 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 Hitler. <laughs> yeah, or or, or maybe like fanfics about Hitler. Or or somehow say an aside that sounds just like an air horn, so I still can't tell if it's part of the fic or if it's an aside. Is there a Hitler MLP? Yes. The answer is yes. Yes. Images. Oh, there is. There's literally everything MLP. Oh, he's so angry. You don't say. Bronies were pretty obsessed with crossovers back in the day. Whoa. They still are. The most popular fic of all time is a crossover. Then there's another one of Rainbow Dash dressed as Captain America <laughs> kicking Hitler in the back. <laughs> Again, this should be Applejack. <sighs> I don't... Well, I hope your story's about Applejack, because I don't know anything about M- Mine is not about Applejack, no. Oh. Um, should, should I tell my story, or do you want to save it for the last, Quinn? Oh, no. It's your turn, man. Okay. So my story is one about love. Um, uh, and I will be following along to make sure his pronunciation is correct. Yes. Um, it's, it's about true love between two lonely people, lonely strangers crossing the night. This is the Hoof of Argon. <laughs> <laughs> no, give the title of the story. Uh, my second less interesting post of the day on, on the thing that I have here. Um, let's see. Within the acres of Swede apples, there lived a mighty stallion, and a large muscle stallion was he. For this was a story of a stallion or largeness and muscles refers to a pony of great might, a pony maned Big Macintosh. Upon a sunnish morning on the acres of sweet apples, this stallion, Big Macintosh, of the largeness and muscles, was pulling a plough. Thought fields of soil, the deep brown colors of dark chocolate. The plough plued easily, because Big Macintosh was a strong stallion, and the strength with which he pulled easily moved it. Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get that he's strong? When I, I don't think I understand. Can you tell me again? He has largeness and muscles, George. Okay. So when, he's strong. Yes. When there came a scream. Ah! The scream came with a sound as if a pony was tarped by large objects, but not as large as big Macintosh's muscles. Big Mackenshish knew that if there was a pony to be saved, his muscles must save them. Because he's strong. No, no, no. Not save them. Must save them. And he would have to be there. So he went there fast. 
gall galloping with a swiftness of speed like a fast movine river down a steep mountain of rocks where it picked up speed until it was moving with electricity. And, <laughs> and thus is... Electricity? Altricity. Altricity. They meant alacrity. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. And thus is Macintosh Go. With that... Macintosh Go! <laughs> with that speed... Go to so where, fast! To where the pony has screamed. Ah! Upon arriving at a place where a pony was trapped, he could see this pony beneath a peel of rocks was cheerily. He loved... <laughs> He loved Cheeriel with the love of a big heart. I'd like to eat Cheeriel's for breakfast. With the love of a big heart, because he's because a heart is a muscle, and all of Big Macintosh muscles was large. Because he's so strong. So when he saw, as we know, big muscular people always care for things the deepest. Yeah, I'm getting the hang of this. I I get that how Macintosh is strong because his muscles are big, even his heart. So when he saw the pony, her came to save. He knew he had to work quickly to rescue her and aid in her escape. I came to rescue you, Macintosh said with a deep voice <laughs> like a rubble of thunder on a summer day when there's a storm. I was plowing a field with, the, with I heard a scream and I thought you might need my muscles to save you. So I came. I'll save you I'm now. Here, <laughs> allow me to donate my muscles to you. Good. Cheer a Cheerily answers. Cheerily. Cheerily. Yep. <laughs> answers happily. That's that. It's spelled wrong, but it's pronounced the same, I guess. Because yeah. Even if she was under a gargantuan pile of rocks, she was happy to have a stallion with many muscles come to save her from being trapped beneath beneath it forever. He. Big Macintosh put his large <laughs> against one of the rocks. A big Wait, hold, hold on, Macintso. That's you. you missed, okay, okay. You, I don't he, know who you're talking about. He, Big Mac Macintso, put his large hooves <laughs> against one of the rocks, a big one that was somewhere near the middle of the pile, and pushed his muscles, pushed as his muscles pushed against his skin. <laughs> Wait, the so he's orc... pushing with his muscles that are pushing against his skin that's pushing no, the rock? No, he's pushing his muscles against his skin. He's not pushing the rock. Yeah, and the skin is pushing the rock. No, as he's pushing against the rock, his muscles are straining to burst free from his skin, y'all. Do do keep up. Uh, I'm sorry. I, the I just orcs don't... left when they exploded oh, what? violently away. <laughs> violently I'm away. Because that's how strong Big Macintosh was with his muscles pushing them. I'm saved. Fuck oh, you. Oh man, jeez, uh, this horse showed up. I'm, I, I, I guess we gotta go now. I'm saved. Fuck <laughs> you, Big Macintosh. Cheryl's <laughs> aid. <laughs> You're welcome, Big Macintosh said. I love you. Oh, oh he's coming on strong. Big Macintosh is. Oh well, I love you that way. Also, I think we should be special some pony, some ponies. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how they say like 
Special Summoning Other. Aww. Cheerily said. Cheerily smiled with happiness and was in love with Big Macintosh. And because he saved her, and she liked his muscles that got rocks off of her. <laughs> this is a routine. <laughs> well, she certainly got her and, rocks off. Yeah, and for no other reason. This is a routine occurrence, y'all. She needs to, to settle with the appropriate lover. Oh no, <laughs> rocks are falling on me again. Don't I'm worry, so I'll have got it. I've got it again. <clears throat> I don't know, Big Macintosh said. He really wanted to be her special pony, but for some nope. reason... He said nope, he didn't. No, that's not what it. That's not what it said. <laughs> Hold on. I don't know. Big Macintosh said he really did want to be her special sum pony. There, there's no misspellings in my copy. Um. Uh, but for some reason, he said he didn't. It was oh. like she, something inside him, couldn't decide. Even though he would decide, he wanted to love cheerily. I've decided, but I just can't decide. Oh, so, that's so sad. He's not sure about his big muscles. If they'll, he, if the muscles will think he's cheating on them with cheerily. So he said that he didn't know. Then more rocks tumbled down upon <laughs> Shrilly. <laughs> so it is an everyday thing with her. <laughs> this just happens like every five minutes. With a loud crash, like a bunch of drums falling down a big flight of stairs. If drums were rocks, spelled with a W. Oh, okay, I understand. <laughs> so there's drummers on top of the cliff, and those they're are... throwing rocks down on the ponies. No, this is what we call a metaphor, George. <laughs> I, I believe this author is not wise rocks. enough to use a metaphor in her book. Uh, I, the, 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 they're like a bunch of drugs. So it's actually a simile, is what it actually is. She screamed and felt a ache in her heart because she didn't know if Macintosh was her special sum pony. And also, how'd she get out from under these rocks? <laughs> honestly, honestly, the rocks were a Look, secondary So, so obviously, cheerily, or tr truly. It doesn't want a real boyfriend who loves her and, you know, is nice to her and stuff, you know, and that they can share she a life together. To she just wants to get rocks. those goddamn rocks off I of don't her. know if I would qualify someone who gets rocks off of you as a bad boyfriend. I think that's... Look, she, she wants someone to get her rocks off and she wants someone to get her rocks off. You know, no, but, let's not go like, down that path on this episode, Quinn. That, that she wants... She doesn't want him. She wants his muscles to get rocks off of her. Look, look the, that path is there, Quinn. We are aware of that path. Let's not go down upon it on this episode. Down what path? Quinn knows the path of which I speak. And, <laughs> and what that path, is, Quinn? What path? Th that, there's no, you do not need to know because you are the last person that needs to go down that path. I wish I said I'd be her special sum pony. Big Macintosh said in his head, so Chira Lee couldn't hear. <laughs> he said it in Little his head. He knows she was a psychic. But his muscles heard his deep voice that didn't say anything, <laughs> and they got to pushing the rocks again. Because if Big Macintosh wanted to be Chira Lee's special sump pony, he was going to rescue her from all the rocks that fell on <laughs> When Lee was free again she smiled and macintosh said i rescues you because i want you to be my special son plony <laughs> good cheerily said 
Good. Cheerilee kissed Macintosh, and Macintosh kissed Cheerilee, and they pressed together like towel boards that were nailed together with no space between them because they nailed them really good. That's what they said <laughs> in the bedroom. You know, moving you know, on. I'd just like to apologize. As you can clearly tell, we do not write jokes ahead of time. <laughs> no, it's just unscripted bullshit that, that apparently some people have listened to. They stopped kissing. Ooh, oh, no. Like your muscles and your deep voice, Cheerilee said. Good. Because that's all Macintosh is, of deep voice and muscles. Yes. He doesn't really bring much to the table, does he? He has an apple farm. <laughs> but apparently Cheerilee doesn't care. I I'm sure he's a good listener. Wait, is Macintosh an apple farming pony? Yep. Whoa. Or should I say, yep. Yep. Like in the show? Yes. Good, Macintosh said, and he was glad because Cheerilee loved him and he loved his muscles, which he had a lot of. That meant she loved him a lot. I like your pretty face and the eye color you have. Mm. Good. I, I don't know. I, I'd give that a reread. That last sentence there. That. Yeah, no. I'm re I, that. I'm rereading it. On my copy, there is no misspelling. I like your pretty face and the eye of color you have. Is that not what you have? That's what I'm seeing. <laughs> I, I will read what you are telling me to read. I don't see it on my copy. I like your pretty... Quinn, just edit, edit the shit out of this. 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 I fucking love fucking ponies. Just edit the li ever-living fuck out of this. <laughs> I like your pretty face and the eye of color you have. Good, Cheerilee said. She had eyes of a color all the time. <laughs> so he knew he would love her forever. Yes, my eyes are in color. They loved each other because Big Macintosh moved rocks and saved her. And there was love, and that was deeper than a hole in the ground that led to the core of the earth, which is the deepest thing. And they loved a bit deeper than that. They got married, and it was be beautiful. Because, beautiful. I'll say beautiful there. Because it was a lovely day on, on the spring with the apples on the trees of the acres of suit apples. <laughs> When, where the sun shone with a glow like a giant candle that was bring enough to make it daytime. Other ponies were there, such as Applejack, Apple Bloom, Granny Smith, and Applejack's friends, and Apple Bloom's friends, and other ponies from town. There were many ponies on that brightly day, and cheeringly, and Macintosh got married then. All the ponies were so happy because they could see the love that Big Mac and Cheerell and had and showed it in their eye. The goodness of the day was increased when no rocks fell on Cheerilee <laughs> and Big Macintosh could not use his massive muscles for saving her, oh. but for marinating her. 
<laughs> this made the day better than any day before when they weren't married yet and sometimes rocks fell because they liked getting married and they got married to each other which was good at the end of the day they were married and liked together forever the end Whew. you know wow true love so, muscles do a whole lot for you when rocks fall on women I'm going to tell you right now, muscles do a whole lot for you regardless, y'all. <laughs> you like breathing? Muscles say you're welcome. You like pumping blood? Muscles, muscles. say you're welcome. Technically, the All tongue right. is a muscle, so you like tasting? Muscles say you're welcome. All right, then. We're going to move on to the last story today. Um, so I have this big spiel prepared, prepared about, like, how there seems to be... There's definitely a trend within the Brony fan fiction community of they seem to really like writing stories about, you know, one of their own suddenly magically waking up in Equestria well, you know, and shit like that. And then, and then George already read a story about that. Well, I think this is a symptomatic, uh, a problem in most fiction. Well, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a thing like, I, I assume all fandoms have some sort of fanfiction like this. I don't, th I don't um, think it's exclusive to fandoms, Quinn. Um, if, you, if you watch a lot of uh, popular TV shows, um, like cartoon shows nowadays, it seems like uh, a, a lot of fiction nowadays is about waking up in, in a world that you are already obsessed with, and your obsession translates into you being ungodly powerful in that world. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's escapism. It's escapism in its most literal form. I would like to apologize for this Lit Crit 101 section of the podcast we just accidentally stumbled into. Let's get back to the laughs. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, the story I've got is called Through the Mirror by Jack of All Trades with a Z. Oh, he's edgy. So the description reads, In our own universe, the narrator gets knocked out by his reflection. He wakes up in a parallel universe, completely different from ours except for one fact. The narrator has apparently been living in that universe for eight years. Later on, he will discover he's not the only one who's been swapped out of his own universe. Um, and there's only two chapters of this written. I'm going to be reading both of them because they're short enough. To... Yeah, that's not going to happen. Quinn here from the editing desk. The first chapter of this is just the main character putzing around his house for a while before his reflection punches him out in an attempt to make something interesting happen. Other than horrendous comma placement, you didn't miss anything funny. We'll just skip ahead to the end of it. I fell down hard on the floor, and the last thing I saw before I lost consciousness was my reflection crawling out of the mirror and reaching down towards me. He definitely took the brown acid. Mm -hmm. Author's note. This plot is set in motion, and the strangeness has begun. Moo-ha-ha-ha. -ha. I'm going to try to pronounce this emoticon. <laughs> anyway, here's the prologue of my first story. Hope you enjoy the rest of it. Mm. I didn't enjoy any of it. I think I think that's enough, Quinn. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. There's more. Please, no. I've been a good Please, boy. Yes. I've been a good <laughs> Chapter 1. Waking up. I slowly return to the land of the living from a deep 
refreshing sleep. God, that was so good, I thought. The magic of sleep never ceases to amaze me. As I slowly eased into the world of the conscious, I pondered the amazing dream I had last night. I was in Equestria, Ponyville to be exact, doing things I enjoyed, such as baking apple pie with Applejack, racing Rainbow Dash, on foot, didn't lose by much, talking with Twilight about metaphysics, bird watching with, Futter with Fluttershy, baking cakes and pastries with Pinkie Pie, making clothes with Rarity. It was very enjoyable. You know, like like you said before. Are those, like, all their jobs? Yes. Yes. I wish the dream had never ended. But alas, one must always wake up from their slumber eventually. With that, I slowly opened my eyes and sat up. First thing I noticed was that I had a major headache. I closed my eyes and wondered why I had a headache. After about 12 seconds... I suddenly look up and remembered what had transpired during the previous night to see if my reflection was still there. That's when I noticed that my surroundings seemed different. I looked more closely. What the? Apparently, I was still dreaming, because I was definitely not in my bathroom, and this sure wasn't my bedroom either, though it looked rather nice and something I might like. I was in a red canopy bed, with a dark lavender roof with tassels. The room had pale lilac walls, and there was a sweet smell in the air like perfume or flowers. There was a medium-sized closet in front of the foot of the bed, and a nightstand on my left with a lamp on it. It was still quite dim in the room, so I reached out with my hand and turned on the lamp. When the light came on, I noticed there was more things in the room. Oh a my. continuation. Yeah. This is not just a, a, a room with a bed and a nightstand. There's more. But wait. There's more. Order now. <laughs> there was what looked like mannequins, a sewing table, and some mirrors. The mannequins looked strange, somewhat resembling a small horse. But the sewing Wait, didn't they already was... establish that they've been doing adventures with, with the main six all day? No, no, no. That was a dream. Oh, okay. Oh wow, this this thing is dealing in multiple levels. Okay. Mhm. Mm yeah, this is some inception level shit. We need to go deeper. <laughs> Do we really want to go deeper though? Um, the answer is yes. <laughs> okay, you asked for it. But the sewing table appeared well stocked and the mirrors were polished. That's when I noticed something was lying to next to me in the bed. I looked over and saw no way, I thought. This can't be real. There, lying next to me, was what looked like a sleeping white pony with a dark purple mane. God fucking damn it. I, don't, I, don't you just hate it when your one night stands don't leave before you wake up? And I was, I was ready to defend the brony community about how they don't all want to fuck horses. Oh. And here we go. Here we fucking go. Oh, bronies, bronies are horny. How do you know that they? How do you know that they did? They're sleeping in the same bed, dirty child. Oh, we're the oh. dirty child. You're the one who read a fucking blowjob fic last week. <laughs> yeah, I read like two. <laughs> Don't come to me, all high and mighty, Mister Pornographer. The pony was sleeping, slowly breathing in and out. 
it appeared to be the source of the sweet fa fragrance. Yep, I'm definitely dreaming, I thought. By this time, I was starting to freak out when something clicked in my mind. Dude, this totally looks like Equestria, I thought. So if this is Equestria, then that would be rarity. Wait, we have a second genius level man in the fictional <laughs> fans podcast history. First, the captain who stole a baby, and now the man who deducts ponies plus ponies equals Equestria. <laughs> Why am I sleeping with Rarity? She's the worst pony. I suddenly thought. What's wrong with Rarity? I don't know if I would call a Rarity worst pony, Quinn. That goes to Pinkie Pie. Was last night even a dream? <laughs> Lots of questions were swimming in my head when, if this is Equestria, Rarity stirred. Whatever are you doing up so early, darling? Rarity asked, sounding groggy. Um, uh, was all I could manage. I'm usually very calm and collected, but right now I'm close to a nervous breakdown from my mind having to process the situation at hand. Are you feeling all right, dear? Rarity asked, now sounding concerned. Dear, I thought, I must be a friend, because she calls her friends darling and dear. Joe! Please say something, she asked with growing concern. Um, how do you know my name? I asked. I admit, in hindsight, it was a pretty stupid question. You know, this is the best voice you could have chosen for, for this man. But it was all I could think of at the moment to say. What do you even mean, dear? She asked. Uh, well, I don't... This is really confusing, I mumbled. <laughs> it's not confusing, you... Woke up in Ponyville. That's still a pretty fucking confusing thing. That's what all of these people want, though. And it's it finally still a, happens okay. to them, they're like, oh, I don't okay, want this to happen. Okay, so, as, 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 a, as a teenager, I dreamed about someday being a professional football player. If I woke up, and I was in the locker room for the Tennessee Titans... And they were like, hey, man, put your helmet on. We've got a game. I wouldn't be like, yeah, man, sure. I would definitely have a few questions. <laughs> you don't just you don't just go roll with it when you wake up and you're suddenly a fucking horse. Yeah, well, I know that makes sense to well, you. Well, he's not a fucking it, horse. He's fucking a horse. I knew that joke was coming. <laughs> I knew it. And now you're going to make a joke about it being coming. I'm just going to head you off on that pass. Well, the, the difference here... Is that, you know, you don't, this, this person writes more fan fiction than you do, so he's entitled to make up whatever nonsense he wants. Does he, though? Yeah. You still want the character to be relatable, and having them just go, oh, yeah, you're right, yeah, I'm a pony now, is not relatable, and it's not interesting. <laughs> I think it's very interesting. You're wrong! <laughs> On one hand, I've always wanted to go to Equestria and live there even though I'm pretty sure it didn't exist. But now I'm here, and it was really confusing seeing how Rarity already knows me, and I'm in her bed. What do you mean by confusing, Jack? She asked. By this time, she was sounding very concerned, and sounded confused herself. Um, you see, 
I don't really remember ever being here. I mean, I don't ever remember being in Equestria, I said. What are you talking about, dear? You've lived here ever since Fluttershy found you in the Everfree Forest eight years ago, Rarity said. Oh, so they're married. Real they're married, y'all. Yeah. Oh, no. Say what you will, but he made an honest mare out of her. What do they call do they call marriage marriage in in My Little Pony? Or do they have a cutesy pony themed? Oh, uh, there it? was one wedding, but I think they just called it marriage. Oh, they don't. They marriage. Don't... Oh, did they call it that? They didn't. Know, they did not emphasize like that. I I recall two different weddings within it, and uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen a. Uh, or I don't, or heard that, that sort of a pun made on it. Well, they missed a they missed a good opportunity there. Or you know, self restraint is a valuable thing. You two should look into Moving it. On. <laughs> Moving no, on. No, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't Moving know. Right I don't know who the self restraint is or where I can find him. Uh, but I don't have any interest in looking. Clearly. <laughs> don't act like you're any better, <laughs> Quinn. <laughs> So you don't remember anything, Jack? You don't even remember the new line of clothes you helped me put together yesterday? Rarity asked, <laughs> surprised. Nope, nothing. Wait, did you say I helped ma you make a new line of clothes yesterday? I asked. Yes, you helped me make some turtle dove inspired gowns for the spring fashion show, Rarity confirmed. That's weird. I remember dreaming about that just last night, I stated. Then I said, There's something I've been meaning to ask you. Why am I in your bed? Don't you remember, Jack? Oh we fucked like rabbits. No. <clears throat> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you see... <laughs> I'm very sad that, this, that Quinn's gonna Quinn's gonna say another sentence, and it's not gonna be that. And I'm very sad. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, you see, Jack. Stop it. Well. <laughs> Ah, that wasn't very funny. I just made a bog standard sex trick, man. <laughs> okay, ah. all right. <clears throat> well, okay. you see, Jack, you're my husband. Oh, they don't have a fun pony name for husband. Oh, I guess sad. not. No. <laughs> Why don't I call it, a, like, you're my stallion? That's romantic. Anyway, oh. my mouth dropped open. I'm married, Rarity deadpan. Can't give me back my headphones. <laughs> okay, dude. Okay, calm down. Are you okay, Austin? Are, are you good? Are you good? Okay. 
<laughs> right then, my mind decided it had had enough of a nerve-wracking five minutes, and I fainted. When I came to, the drapes were pulled back and light was coming through the window. I decided to take this time alone to think over what I had learned of my new surroundings. So far, I found out I've apparently been living in Equestria for eight years. I'm married to the pony rarity, and I don't remember any of it except for a dream of what had happened, of what had transpired yesterday. A pretty strange day so far by anyone's standards. <laughs> While I was still digesting this information, Rarity came back in to check on me. So you seriously don't remember anything other than a dream? Rarity asked. Well, no, I don't remember anything from here. But I do remember about when I lived on Earth, I said. What's Earth? she asked. It's a place where you don't fuck horses. Well, from what I remember, I lived on Earth from birth, and I was going to school to get a job of designing and engineering unmanned vehicles, or drones. <laughs> I got knocked <laughs> Or drones. <laughs> One or unmanned have to pick. aerial vehicles. Also known as drones. Is this man just all secretly the Wikipedia article for drones? <laughs> I got knocked out by my reflection last night, March 19th. <laughs> and. Okay. <laughs> Needs to specify the date. This man is an engineer. There is no <laughs> doubt about the fact that this man is an engineer. <laughs> and then I woke up here, I explained. Speaking of which. What is it today? I asked. Oh, today is March 20th, darling, Rarity answered. Coincidence? I asked. It seems too connected to be a coincidence, she said with a puzzled expression on her face. Her face soon became composed again. Well, I think it would be best to take you to Twilight. She understands these things better. So Twilight's here too? And Fluttershy, Applejack, Pinkie Pie, and Rainbow Dash? I asked. <laughs> you have amazing voice acting this episode, Quinn. <laughs> Thank we you. We could put all of them in the bedroom at the same time. I would have died. Okay, George. You. That's where he's going with it. He's no, going to ask. No, that is not true. He's going to ask as soon as he, she says, yeah, no, all our friends are over nope, for tea. Nope, nope. Let's go, Quinn. That's, that's, that's... He's going to say it, I swear. Yes, of course. Were they in your dream too? Rarity asked. Yep, they were too, I said. But I didn't know you were real. What do you mean by that? Are you saying you knew about us before that dream you had? She asked. How do I know about Twilight, Rarity, and the others? Obviously because I had watched the TV show My Little Pony on Earth. But how do you explain to someone that you know them from a supposedly fictional TV show... From a different planet. <laughs> I think it's best if we discuss this with Twilight. Because I'm pretty sure the answer would baffle you both, I said. As I stood up, something in the back of my mind started nagging me. Like something might be wrong. I searched for a reason for the nagging, and the answer I found was unsettling. Wait, I just thought of something. I just realized I might have changed physically, I said, and... I stood up and I walked out in front of the mirror. Everything looked normal. I was still six foot two, still had my storm blue eyes, mousy colored hair, and surprisingly the clothes I had been wearing when I fell asleep. Well, everything seems normal, 
So I think we can head over to Twilight's now, I said. Rarity looked Wait, at so he's a smile. human? Yeah. Oh, he's not a pony? You guys just assumed he turned into a pony. Yeah, well, uh, he had to, right? <laughs> to live in Ponyville? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, George, no, you're so No, nice. he did not, George. Um, How the hell does that make sense? Okay, George, let me get this straight. You are totally fine with him being knocked out by his reflection, waking up in a magical world of ponies, um, and sounds like com- being common law married to a pony. But yeah, all as soon is- as he himself is not transformed into a pony, you're fucking out. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better. Just moments like this make me really look in the mirror. Really. Well, don't look too hard, else your reflection will knock you out. If it takes me away from this podcast, I might be okay with it. <laughs> oh, there's going to be a version of this podcast in My Little Pony 2, and it's going to be about human fanfics. Uh, am I also going to be on that with, with the pony versions of you two? Yeah, exactly. I might be okay with that. Rarity looked at me and smiled. Yes, I just hope she can help you, Jack. Well, let's hope so. Let's go, I said. We went down to the stairs into Rarity's boutique and went out the front door. I opened the door up to see the sun shining and inhaled the fresh air. I held the door open for Rarity to step out, as manners dictated, and stepped out behind her and shut the door. And with that, Rarity and I started walking over to Twilight's library treehouse. Author's note. Well, this is the new, improved, and revised version. I have a concept to write about now, so this story should come along easily now. There are no further chapters. Please leave me your opinions and critique. P.S. The narrator is not me, and that right there is the most unbelievable part of this story. Do do, do you think of the the reviews and critique where you just like, put it down. Put down the pen, son. Well, on October 17th, 2014... There is one single review left by uh, Toshira Hitsuyuga that simply reads, lol. (laughs) (laughs) Truly profound. Yeah, very well spoken, those Japanese. So that was fictional fans. Uh, (laughs) We are burning this fucking podcast to the ground. You know what? No, I was actually pretty happy with at least one third of this episode. Uh, Oh, thank you, Austin. I was very, very flattered. Yeah, yeah, George. So, um, (laughs) let's go ahead and spin the Wheel of Destiny. Oh, yeah. It is time. We need to determine what we're reading next week. I've got the uh, 20-sided Dice of Destiny in my hand right now. And just a quick refresher of what's on the table. Number 20 is Reader's Choice. 19 is Legend of Zelda. 18 is Pokemon. 17 is Doctor Who. 16 is Supernatural, 15 is Inuyasha, 14 is Avatar The Last Airbender, 13 Hunger Games, 12 Chronicles of Narnia, 11 is any crossover fic, 10 is a long form where we're going to take a single episode, a single story, read multiple chapters, split up parts, all that, 9 is Star Wars, 8 is Lord of the Rings, 7 Percy Jackson, 6 Twilight, 5 Dragon Ball, 4 Gundam, 3 Yu-Gi-Oh!, 2 Harry Potter, and one is Reader's Choice again, but we're picking a story for someone else to read. Alright, and it's time to roll the dice. And we got... Ooh. Okay, then. 
We're going to a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away because we're going to be reading some fucking Star Wars. So, a quick question, Quinn. Does the expanded universe that is no longer canon count as fan fiction now? As much as I'd love to just read the opening chapter of the Thrawn trilogy, no, we gotta pick actual fan fiction. What if I gave you a nickel? I will not sell out this podcast. We must keep our integrity. What if I gave you a quarter? Mmm, tempting. Tempting. <laughs> Alright, a dime, but I won't go any higher. <laughs> <laughs> And it looks like One Piece is going to be replacing Star Wars on the table. All right, so that is our episode for tonight. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, uh, SoundCloud, or YouTube. And if you'd like to get in contact with us, you can either contact us at Twitter at fictional underscore fans, or you can email us at fictionalfanspodcast at gmail.com. Good night. Later days. Good night.